you shall not ascend to the Mizbeach by steps, rather to make a ramp, so that your nakedness will not be revealed upon it, will not be exposed upon it. This can be understood through a Kalvachaymer. If stone, which has no awareness, neither to the bad nor to the good, do not conduct yourself in a way of, in a shameful way, in the presence or in, a, in an insulting way, in the presence of those stones. They don't really know what you're doing. They don't really comprehend that you're uh, that. You're behaving in a in a less than respectful way. Still, you shouldn't do it. your friend, who is uh, created in the image of the Creator of the world, din who isn't it certain? Most certainly, you should not conduct yourself in a way that is disrespectful to him. So that's what the Mechilta says. Rashi also brings the same Kalvachimer, but with slight changes, and he adds also. He says, If this is true for stones, which don't have the, the awareness to be able to care about the fact that you're behaving in a disrespectful way to them. Amr Taira, still the Taira says, since there is a need for them, we are using them, we make use of them, so therefore do not conduct yourself in, a, in an insulting way towards them. Your friend, another human being, which is created in the image of your Creator, and is does care about being insulted Allah has come how much more so that you shouldn't behave in an insulting way towards another person so that's how Rashi says when Rashi says that they don't have the awareness to be able to care about their shame about being insulted which is a slight change to the way the Mechilta says it, who said, the Mechilta says, they have no awareness neither to, for the bad or for the good. It's movement of a pastor. So we can understand why Rashi puts it that way. Because by Rashi emphasizing the fact that stone doesn't have the ability to become insulted, the nigutsum bezoyim was done by chavercha, as opposed to if one insults another person, is bepashtus masbir musber, so that explains very clearly unstarker and more uh, with more emphasis the kavachaymer. It brings to, it it, um, it creates a better understanding of what the kavachaymer is, which is that stones cannot be insulted. Yet the Torah says don't insult them. People that could be insulted, so of course you shouldn't insult them. Well, my high time, and for this reason, is there That's why Rashi also adds the few words when he talks about another person insulting another person. He says that he is insulted. He does care about being insulted. Which the Mechilta did not say. So Rashi puts it in more plainly simple terms, so that we understand the Kavachaymer as it pertains to another person. And also the wording in the Rashi, you're another person which is in, created in the image of your Creator, as opposed to what the Mechilta says, the one in the image of the one who cre- is set and created the world. Is vile. The reason that he makes that change is because because when he says your Creator. Who, who is he talking to? Whose creator does he mean? The creator of the one that is ascending to the Mizbeach, and therefore the Torah says, don't ascend in a way which exposes your nakedness, in other words, insulting to the stones. So in other words, it makes it more personal. It's not just 
talking into the ether, you know, some person somewhere, the creator of the world, you, we're talking about you, your creator. So that we can understand. But those is Rashi is Moisif of Eloshna Mechilta, but if, why, does, why Rashi adds to the words of the Mechilta, Amra Taira, that the Torah says because there is a need for their use you're using them because you have a need for them that's something the Mechilta didn't mention and that we have to understand what does that add to this the fact that you need the use of those stones how does it in any way enhance the Kavachaymer by saying the fact that you need to use those stones what's the relevance to this Kalvachimah so we'll understand this by first explaining the difference how the this Pasuk in regards to which this Kalvachimah is said how it's explained and taught is Mavur Mechilta, how it's explained in the Mechilta, and Vidas and Muzbir and Pirish Rashi, and how Rashi explains that whole subject. We just chose one point of that Mechilta and Rashi, but they explain a broader idea as well. In Mechilta state free in Mechilta first, it says before this Kalvachimer, Asher Loi Sigola Ervoscha Olav, he's explaining the words so that your nakedness will not be exposed upon it. On the Mizbeach, you're not allowed to make big steps, which is the point when you take, when you go walk up steps, so then you're extending your leg more, with more emphasis, rather than when you walk up a ramp, which you could take smaller steps and it doesn't quite expose yourself as much. So the Mechilta says, on the Mizbeach, you're not allowed to make large steps. But you are allowed to make large steps. There's nothing the Torah doesn't prohibit taking large steps in the Heichal, the building of the Beis Hamikdash, not even in the Holy of Holies. Because I would have thought that there should be a Kalvachimer here. If it's true about the Mizbeach, which it doesn't have the holiness, the extreme holiness of the Heichal and the Kedush also, the Torah says that you shouldn't take large steps in the, on the Mizbeach. So what about the Heichel and the Kedush HaGadoshim? HaChamurim, which are much, have a, a more greater, a greater holiness. Obviously, you're not allowed to take big steps in the Kedush HaGadoshim, in the, in the Heichel. Because they're even more uh, they have a greater holiness, Talmud Leima. So the Torah says, no, Asher Segola Ervascha Olav, so that your nakedness will not be exposed on it, meaning on the Mizbeach. Boy, on the Mizbeach, you're not allowed to take large, uh, big steps. But you are permitted to take big steps in the Heichal and the Kadesh Gadashim. There's no prohibition there to take big steps. So that's how he explains Olav. And then the Mechilta goes on to explain the Kalvachemer, which we already quoted before. But Rashi, at the beginning of the explanation of this subject, where he explains the Pasuk in general terms, is Mefarish, this is how he explains it. Because if there are steps, if you're climbing steps, you have to take large steps to walk up the step. And even though it isn't really exposing your nakedness, because the Pasuk already told us that you have to wear the Kayanim are wearing pants. So obviously it's not really exposing their nakedness. It's similar, it's at least close because you're taking big steps although of, of course the Kain is completely covered but it does give the appearance of um, exposing, of being exposed therefore it's like conducting yourself in an insulting way towards the steps upon which you are walking up
Das was the Kavachema now come to Mechilta gleich nach the Miut. The fact that this Kavachema comes in the Mechilta right after the teaching, all of you have to be saved, but you are permitted to take big steps. You're not allowed to take big steps on the Mezbeach, but you are allowed to take big steps on the in the Hechel and the Kedushim. What's the connection? Why does the Kavachemer uh, immediately follow that? What's the connection? Is Yeshleimer, we can say, we can explain, as the Midved Bavarant was Mekem Fregn, that this answers the question that could be posed. What is the question? The Isser from Loisigola Evascha Olov, this prohibition so that your nakedness will not be exposed upon it, or that you shouldn't conduct yourself in a, an insulting way on the steps. But that is not a matter that pertains really to the stones of the Mizbeach. It's not so much about the stones, it's more about the fact that the, the place, the stones, the Mizbeach, is a part of the holiness of the Mizbeach. So, really, what that is, is that because you're in a place of reverence, where you should show reverence to the to the Beis Hamikdash, to Hashem, who is the one who resides in the Beis Hamikdash, and so on. So it's more about the fact that it's part of the holy play, a temple, the holy Beis Hamikdash. Hashem. In other words, that it's all about the respect being shown to Hashem Himself which is who resides on the Mizbeach and in the Beis HaMikdash similar what, to the, what the Rambam says in regards to the, the mitzvah that one should revere the Beis HaMikdash there is a mitzvah that one has to show reverence to the Beis HaMikdash which means not to behave in a way which is not respectful and reverential so the Rambam says was it's not that, you, that you're afraid or reverential to the Beis HaMikdash itself rather you're showing reverence to the one who resides in that place which means Hashem or as the Chinuch says this the mitzvah of revering the Beis HaMikdash is in order to implant into us a reverence of Hashem, the Chashivusay, and the importance of Hashem, al Harnu, and therefore we were told, we were t- um, commanded, so that we shouldn't behave there in a way which is not reverential. So, in other words, that the idea of showing reverence and not um, doing things which are, as we call it, insulting to the stones of the of the Bezbeach is not so much about the stones it's more about Hashem so then if that's the case so then how are we how are we applying a how do you apply a that you're showing reverence or at least not insulting the stones and therefore how much more so you shouldn't insult another person are you showing reverence to the stones? No. You're showing reverence to Hashem. So how is, where is the Kalbachaymer? If you show reverence to Hashem, certainly you should show reverence to another person. That doesn't follow. So then the, the Kalbachaymer falls away. The stones of which, upon which you're not allowed to expose yourself is, even seemingly expose yourself is because they contain a certain holiness which that which your friend, another person, doesn't have that holiness. So where is the Kalvachimer? So that's a question that could be asked. But since we already learned before all about Yatabaseyapsiagasa that on now the, the Mechilta tells you, but no, it's not so. That question should not be asked because we've already determined that it's only on the Mizbeach that you're not allowed to st- uh, take large steps. But you are permitted to take large steps in the Heichal and the Kedush Gadoshim. So if it's as you're asking in your question, 
that the whole reason why you're not allowed to be, behave in a non-reverential way in the base of Migdash and, or on the Mizbeach is because of the holiness of Hashem which is attached to it if that were the case that the only reason you're not allowed to take large steps in the Mizbech is because of the holiness of Hashem's presence so then how much more so that you shouldn't take large steps in the Hechel and the Kedush Kedoshim which in fact the Mechilta did ask that and how much, it would be a Kalachayim certainly that you shouldn't take large steps in the Kedush Kedoshim since the holiness of the Kedush Kedoshim and the Hechel are even more are greater than the holiness of the Mizbeach is the fun movement, and since we do apply this kavachayim, so therefore, it's, since sorry, since we do have the fact or the ruling that you are permitted to take large steps in the kedush gadashim and the heichel, is the fun movement. So from this, we understand as the iser v'loisale is nishbloy salib demvas does achelik from the migdash. The reason that you're not allowed to take big steps on the mizbeach is not because, or at, not, at least not only because it's a place of holiness because if it was just because it's a place of holiness how much more so that you wouldn't be able to do it in the Kedush so obviously there's something different about the Mizbeach on which you're not allowed to take large steps but in the holiness of the Kedush you are allowed to so what is that? so it's Nor Mitzad the Avnei HaMizbeach Atzvam it's something about the stones of the Mizbeach itself and therefore you are able to apply that the Kavachemer that the Mechilta as the Mechilta put it that if stones which don't have awareness not in a negative way not in a positive way the Torah says that you should not conduct yourself on those stones the Avanim Gufa in a way that is not reverential how much more so for your friend certainly you're not allowed to express uh, conduct yourself in such a way with another person so therefore the Mechilta is explaining why that Kalvachimer really does work it's only because of that um, earlier teaching that in the Kedush you are allowed to take big steps that the whole Kalvachimer begins to make sense without that the Kalvachimer wouldn't make sense at all and that's why the two are connected that's why the Mechilta says them one after the other, they follow each other because that give, makes the Kalvachayimah the Kalvachayimah that it is Gimel so based on this we'll also understand for us, Rashi is Moisev, why Rashi adds Bepirusha in his commentary those words now we understand what Rashi means when he says since you have a need for these stones, don't behave in an insulting way towards them. What does he mean? Since Rashi doesn't bring that teaching about that you are allowed to take big steps in the Kedush Gadashim. Rashi does omits that. It's only from that teaching in the Mechilta which we knew that the reason that the uh, the reverential attitude towards the stones are to the stones themselves, not only to the holiness of the place in general, as we said before. Canal since Rashi does not have that to lean on. That's why Rashi has to point out, emphasize this idea from the Kalvachimer itself what does he say? he wants to make the point that there is something about the stones which we are showing reverence to, or at least not insulting them behaving in a, in a modest way, in their presence so he says, since we have a need for these stones since in these stones of the Mizbeach is da aninim yucha? There is something about them which is important to us, which is yesh bem that we are actually we need to make use of them. They serve us, in other words. 
was does bring them Isaf and Lesalab which is the reason why it's only on these stones that you're not allowed to take large steps. Although Rashi doesn't point it out, but it's what makes the point that it's about these stones that we're not allowed to take large steps on. And so Rashi explains it by saying that we have a need for them, we are u- making use of them. Saying, that it's about these stones of the Mizbeach. Not so much because they are a part of the general holiness of the Beis Amigdash. It's more, nor it's because we have a need for them, we're making use of them. So now we can understand why is it that there is no, the Torah doesn't prohibit that we should have steps in other areas of the Beis Amigdash? For the same reason that he prohibits steps on the Mizbeach. Why doesn't he prohibit it in all the other areas? Apopidos is the Durdem even though by taking large steps on the stairs, it would expose, at least the seem as if you were being exposed. The other rabbit to the country is, and he gave them milus. In fact, in the Beis Amidosh area, there were steps. Aruv gained some ulam heichal. There was a series of steps to go up onto the to go into the heichal, which means the oh, the um, the the building of the Beis Amigdash, at least to the anteroom, to the foyer. There was an ulam, uh, an antechamber, a room before the heichal itself. So there's steps led up to that area. Vi- so there were steps there. While by the avonim from the milus is nishtad the reason must be why it's permitted that there should be steps over there, which leads to the same question: Why should you walk in a way that is Because over there, there wasn't a real. We're not making use of those steps in the same way as making use of the steps of the, or the what would have been the steps of the mizbeach. Now it's a ramp, but what would have been the steps? Dala the beer to explain that. Does this that we learn the lesson that from, from the stones of the Mizbeach that you're not allowed to insult another Jew because the, you could ask the question do we really need a Kalvachemah from the stones of the Mizbeach that you're not allowed to insult another Jew do we really need that teaching is it not obvious do we not have it from so many different places and so on is vile, so the reason is why do we need this Kavachemir? By Avnei Mizbeach, the reason is by here in this case of the Avnei Mizbeach. We're not talking about an actual insult, nor but rather, as both the Mechilta and Rashi uh, word it, conduct which is, can be interpreted, let's call it, as insulting. And the, that, uh, that appearance is both from the perspective of the stones, because in fact they feel no shame, the stones cannot be insulted. Because it's the, it's the feeling of being shamed which is essential to the idea of shaming someone. Someone that isn't, doesn't feel shamed hasn't been shamed. So if the stone doesn't feel shamed, what do you mean you shamed him? He doesn't even understand or feel or sense or uh, aware that you shamed him. And since the the feeling of shame is so essential to the idea of shaming something, biz as late ain't swearing Gemara, in fact, according to one opinion in the Gemara, is the Gansachir from Baishas, there is a there is a cost if somebody does something to someone to insult them, there is a cost involved. You can, let's call sue them for shaming you. And they have to pay a certain uh, cost for that. When can they be held responsible and have to pay for shame? Only if the person to whom you did it actually felt ashamed when you did it. According to one opinion. If you insulted somebody while he was asleep, you made a comment about him while he was asleep, he wasn't even aware of it. Or certainly after a person passes away and you say something insulting after he died. 
So then certainly he doesn't feel any shame and he never will. Where the, person, the other person to whom this insult, insult was uh, cast upon never feels the shame of it is Ben Potter, then it says this opinion that you're exempt from having to pay. So we see that it's a, that insult, shame, is dependent on the person to whom you inflicted the shame. Stones are not able to sense shame. So therefore, there can be no real shame to the stones. It's just the appearance of shame. So, and it's also in the act of the shame never mind the receiver of the shame, the stones, but also in the act which you did in order to, so to speak, shame the stones, is also not a real shame. We're not talking about a person behaving in an irreverential way. Because actually behaving in an irreverential way is prohibited anywhere in the, in the Beis HaMikdash. So that would not, that's not what we're talking about nor we're only talking about a conduct which could be interpreted or is close to the idea of insult and so on it's an act which could be interpreted as that you're, you're walking in with big steps you're exposing yourself but it isn't really insulting it's not really a directly a shameful uh, act or a shaming act that when somebody climbs stairs there is no actual exposing oneself as Rashi said because they were, they were wearing clothing but it seems it looks it's, it's, it could be interpreted as being exposed being exposed so because we're talking about not a direct insult but doing something which could be somehow loosely interpreted as uh, insulting and the fun lengthen up and this is what we are learning a lesson in regards to another person that to another person you're not allowed to extend even some kind of a behavior which could be interpreted not that you're directly shaming him of course that's totally out of the question for that we don't need special teachings from the stones of the Mizbeach we're talking about doing something which could be interpreted as having been less than respectful to a person even in a, in a time, in a place where that person didn't even sense any kind of insult still one should make, take pains and make sure not to do something which could be interpreted as having been less than respectful. Hey, and in them is the chilek between the Mechilta and Rashi. And this is where we see the difference between the Mechilta and Rashi. In Vaz de Iser, what exactly is this prohibition that we're talking about? L'das ha-Mechilta, according to the Mechilta Bashtei de Iser, in Pu'ulas Adam. The issue is, what did the person do? Metara filu nishtan that one is prohibited from doing any kind of action, vas is nishkai maisa bezoyin, which is not actually a direct insult, nor bloiz aminig bezoyin, but only could be interpreted as having been less than respectful. That's the mechilta, Rashi shot, but Rashi in the simple understanding of it is, who, who always focuses on the simple understanding of things. He can't say that that's what it means. Because if that were the case, why are we differentiating between the stones of the Mizbeach and the stones of the Beis Hamikdash or the Kedush Kedoshim? It should be prohibited there too. The fun was that Isur is dafke by Avne Mizbeach, and from the fact that the prohibition only applies to the Mizbeach. Is verstanden? We can understand as mit Satpulus or other malein, but can isenish given that as far as the person is concerned, if it's not prohibited in the Kedush Hakodeshim, why would it be prohibited on the Mizbeach? As far as the person is concerned, it wouldn't be prohibited on the Mizbeach either. For him, does his nish given can have as a ma'aser b'zayim because we're not talking about actually doing something which is non-respectful nor rather what is the issue at hand according to Rashi by the Adam is by the stones of the Mizbech there's something a new dimension that comes along which is 
this is an area we need these stairs these stairs are are critical they're uh, very much a part of the Aveda that we're doing on the Mizbeach and it's because of this that the even though it's only somewhat can be somewhat interpreted as being less than respectful because you need those stairs they're part and parcel of what you're doing of the Aveda you're doing therefore they could be interpreted could be interpreted as insulting by who is feeling shamed the shame that could be felt is not of course by the stones themselves which don't feel shame but rather the people who are who are involved in this in the use of the stones as will be shortly explained and that's why it's prohibited not so much about what the person is doing, but rather because there are people involved in who need these stones as a part of their Aveda, therefore they might feel shame because of it. So to explain that idea. Rashi says, since there is a need for them, what does Rashi mean to say? As the Kayinim Avonim. The Kayanim are unable to do any Aveda on the Mizbeach unless they walk up that those stairs, if there had been stairs. Of course, now there's a ramp. So they can't, they can't get up onto the Mizbeach to do the Aveda without walking up the ramp. And that's the reason why you cannot do anything which would be interpreted in any way, even in the slightest way, as not respectful. Because by behaving in a way that could be interpreted as somewhat of an insult to the stones in the Zbeach, that also acts as an insult to the Kayanim, to whom these stairs are so essential. Which, uh, yeah, which need those stairs, they're essential to the Aveda. The dogmas in a in a in somewhat similar way, but not actually the same thing. The estate in say that in regards to the payment of uh, one's uh, the penalty one has to pay if they insult someone, not insult by saying something, but insult in a, if they hit him or someone they did an act which also brings with it insult. As the din rakak bebigdei potter, if somebody spits at another at someone else's jacket, you spit on at at a person's garment, you're exempt, even though spitting is a very insulting thing for which normally you would have to pay. But if you spit on their garment, you're exempt. You don't have to pay. So the Rishonim say. When do we say that you're exempt if you spit on their garment? That's only if they weren't wearing the garment. It's hanging on the hanger and you spit on their garment. So it's an insult, but it's, you don't have to pay for that. But if at the time when the person that spit on it, the person who, who owns the garment was wearing it, is the reikikhayev? Then the person spitting on the garment is responsible to pay. Because when you spit on the garment, you insulted the person who's wearing that uh, garment. It's like not seen anymore as spitting on the garment; it's seen as spitting on the person, even though it is on the garment. Is given on the garment. So therefore, it is considered an insult. So in other words, you can insult a garment. And through this, you insult the person that's wearing it. In a similar way, when you walk on the stairs of the of the or the ramp uh, going up to the mizbeach, if you're taking large steps, which would be necessitated if they were stairs, then you're insulting the stones, which means you're insulting the kayanim, which find it essential to have that those stairs or that ramp. But when we talk about the steps leading up to the building of the Beis Hamikdash, is Eimbam Tzorich over there? We don't consider it to be that they're essential to the Avodah. Vile because Meken number one Meken Onkum and Eichel Nishdur Demailus. 
one can get to the Heichal without going up those stairs because there were other there were passages in different areas in the uh, around the Beis Amigdash through there was a series of closets or lockers <coughs> toim you know they were uh, storage spaces from which one could go into the into a storage space and from there to take a, a side door into the Heichal area even though that's not the normal way of going into the Heichal and there were certain things which were restricted if there was a certain mitzvah which in, which needed to go into the Heichal maybe it wouldn't rate but there are ways to get to the Heichal without having to go up the stairs and number two the Milo Zanigiven Nishluf Nea Heichal the, the uh, stairs were not actually right to, uh, leading directly to the Heichal the Avedis Gitangavar and then the room which where the Aveda was done that would be the room which had the shulchan, the table with the showbread, and the the menayra, and the mizbeach on which the ketores was burnt. So those were the three areas in which they did the avodah in the heichal. But the, that's not where the stairs led to. The stairs led nor ulam. They led to the front room, the antechamber, the foyer, which led to the heichal. So the stairs were actually attached to the ulam. So therefore, for these two reasons, the stairs going to the Heichal were not considered of an essential or essential to the Aved. As opposed to the stairs going up to the Mizbeach, which lead to the Mizbeach. The only way to get to the Mizbeach to do the Aved is on those stairs. Therefore, it would come out as the Alichas HaKainim Tzum Heichal Dur that when the Kainim walk up the stairs to the Heichal, which is really to the ulam is is not really essential to their avayda in the heichal because it doesn't lead to the heichal and also there's other ways to get there. Whereas by the mizbeach is the kevish from mizbeach atel fun mizbeach gufa the ramp to the mizbeach is actually considered part and parcel of the mizbeach itself because as the pasuk zok in fact the pasuk says you shouldn't walk up on stairs on the Mizbeach in other words it considers the ramp or those stairs had they been stairs to be part of the Mizbeach so that your nakedness should not be exposed upon it upon what? upon the Mizbeach so in other words when you're walking on the stairs you're walking on the Mizbeach so that is considered part and parcel of the Mizbeach itself as that when if one were to walk upstairs of the mizbeach, or in the case where it is now the uh, ramp to the mizbeach, it's considered as if he's walking on the mizbeach. In other words, that it's essential. There is a need for these stones. So therefore, from this we learn also a lesson about another person. We're not talking about a direct insult. We're talking about a seeming, what could be construed as less than respectful. Even if we're talking only about something which, as I said, is only something that could be construed as less than respectful. Which actually the person didn't even feel insulted directly by this at all. Even so, since he is created in the image of your Creator, of Hashem, comes out that by just this slight insult towards the person, by this you are showing disrespect to your Creator. You are behaving in a disrespectful way to Hashem. Similar to the prohibition, as we just explained it about not walking up steps to the mizbeach, because the minig b'zoyim b'shaychas to the avonim break the b'zoyim for the kain in which the the apparent insult, the slight insult, is not even towards the stones themselves. Rather, it's what transfers to the kainim. It's it becomes extended to the Kainim in a similar way. If you do something which is less than respectful to another person, even though they don't become personally insulted by it, but is considered to be insulting to Hashem, who is the creator of that person, or who is who he created in his image.
So in this way, Rashi makes sense of the Kalvachaymer. He, he unpacks the Kalvachaymer so that we understand what is actually happening. Zayat. Based on this, we'll also understand the wording that Rashi uses in, in describing the Chalvachaymer. He says, If these stones which don't have the awareness to be insulted by your shaming them, to care about the insult. So the Torah says, that the Torah says you shouldn't. Um, because there is a need for them, therefore you shouldn't behave in a way that is could be construed as less than respectful. So your friend, another person which is in the image of your creator, and does care about his insult, Allah has come to come, how much more so? That's how Rashi phrases it, Nijvi the Mechilta, not as it's worded in the Mechilta, for state Nijda Loshon Lahagbet Abazyanam, where the Mechilta doesn't say that they don't have the awareness to care about their insult. And as well, when he talks about a person, he, Rashi says he cares about his insult, but the Mechilta doesn't say that. Why does Rashi add this? The myth is Rashi Mazu because Rashi is trying to explain that if it's true by these stones which don't have the awareness to be to care about their insult. Therefore, when you talk about stones, the whole concept of insulting them really doesn't apply because insult is only meaningful if the target of it is insulted, cares, but if he doesn't, if the target doesn't care, it's not, it means nothing to them, then it's not insult. So, because if the target doesn't care, and he wasn't really insulted. Afal became still, because there is a need, which means that the people that use it are by extension going to be insulted, so the Kayanim, the specifically the Kayanim, then as Verte Farechant via Minig therefore it's considered like at least somewhat of an insult because the people that are using those steps, they do feel somewhat of an insult as a as a result of it. Is Allah has come of a Kama, so how much more so therefore as Metarnishna that you're not allowed to do even this slight type of an insult to another person, which number one, Shubud Musi is first of all because he is created in the image of Hashem, the Shachat Svishin, Amin is a Yashuva, and therefore the the relationship between the person and Hashem who is being insulted as a result of your slight insult is very direct. There's a direct connection. Whereas by the stones and the kayanim, it's a very, it's a less than direct. You know, they need to use the steps, and it's essential to their work. Therefore, they feel insulted when somebody behaves improperly on those steps. Nizvi avnei mezbeach on kayanim less, not so by the stones of the mezbeach and the kayanim. What's happened between zich nishkan shachas with musam, which nobody could compare the kayanim and the stairs. They're two different. You know, there's no relationship between them other than the fact that the Kayanim use them in an essential way. But between Hashem and a person, there is a direct connection. And number two, and a person does feel insulted, does care about insult. And therefore, it's not only that Hashem feels insulted, but that the person himself could feel insulted as a result of it. Whereas by the stones of the Mizbeach, by which stones don't feel any insult at all, as far as they are concerned. So therefore, the Kalvachaymer is a twofold Kalvachaymer. There is a direct link between a Shem and a person, as opposed to uh, less than a direct link between a Kayan and the stones that he uses. uses. And also, stones never get insulted, whereas people do get insulted. So now we understand Rashi's understanding of the Kalvachaymer.
Ches. Pirush Rashi al is the Chienish al As I said many times that the commentary of Rashi and Teira also contains inner um, teachings of the inner dimension of Teira. Is Yeshlema. So we could say as in them Pirush Rashi Pasha that in this Rashi which comes at the very end of the Parsha Yisrael and we know the rule that everything goes by the, the end, the last, the conclusion is what contains the entire whatever came before it. It's all about the bottom line. Is So that in this teaching, in this Rashi, we find the what is the theme, the main theme of this Sedra? The Inya from which is of course Matan Taira, Aseris Adibris. More specifically, the Ten Commandments, the Aseris Adibris. So, where do we see in this Rashi the Aseris Adibris? Kesemi the Aseris Adibris and a Kailo Nishnor the Dibris from Anoicha Baila Kechon Liyilacha. The Ten Commandments don't contain within them only those very esoteric and holy commandments of I am your God and there should be no other God before you, which are the Hechstein Yonim and Achtes Hashem, which are the, fun, the very fundamentals of Yiddishkeit, of our belief in Hashem, and so on. So they don't have only those kinds of mitzvahs, not Eich Dibris Achreina, but also the lad, the second half of the Aseris which are seemingly very, very simple things which every single society in the world has adopted. Maybe they even had it before. The most basic things between people, do not commit murder, do not commit adultery, do not covet things that belong to your friend, and so on. These are very basic things, very far removed, that would seem from I am God, your God, faith in Hashem, love of Hashem, and all those things. The same is also true. What Rashi also brings that out. The Teresh of is the Seif from Parshi Yisrei in the very end of Parshi Yisrei. Also, the same lesson is brought out that there has to be this. A person has to be especially careful in Inyanim Shutim in the most basic behavioral things in Anhagas Ben in how a person treats another person. To be careful, even of an, appar- an, an appearance of having insulted another person, and even in a way that they don't really feel get, uh, it's insulted, they don't know that they're insulted, and so on. Even there, you have to be very careful. Just like the Aseris Adibris, do not only contain those very esoteric mitzvahs, but also basic decency between people. And just like when we talk about do not commit murder and do not commit adultery and so on, which are in the Ten Commandments, we don't say, well, you know, there's two different parts of the Aseris Adibris. There's the, the, the good stuff, the important stuff, and then there's the basic stuff. We don't say that. Nor of but rather as explained in, in a number of places. The reason that these basics were put into the Aseris Adibris is to learn and is also to teach us that fulfilling the mitzvah of do not commit murder and so on are one with I am God, your God. They're similar. That even those things which are, uh, you know, interpersonal relationship mitzvahs, are really your attitude towards Hashem. It's a mitzvah between you and Hashem not to commit murder, not to commit adultery, and so on. That we don't, we are careful, we, we, we maintain those laws, not because it's common decency and everybody in the world says so, but because Hashem told you to do that. It is part of your relationship with Hashem, not to kill another person. Is Rashi so Rashi also brings in that element to it, as the zehirus that the reason that you have to be careful with the respect and honor of another person is the farvas eres because he is created in the image of Hashem. In other words, again connecting interpersonal relationships between the fact with the idea that this is all about Hashem the connection 
with that every mitzvah between a person and another person is also connected with Hashem is not only is Nishna Mitzadim Tzivui is not only because it's Hashem that commanded you to do it therefore you're connected to Hashem by fulfilling that mitzvah it's not only that that we have to keep these mitzvahs and not, do not commit murder because Hashem commanded it it's not only that but rather the result of that mitzvah is also connected to Hashem if you insult another person or you do anything negative to another person he is a part of Hashem he is in the image of Hashem by doing that to this person you're doing it to Hashem they're, they're one and the same so to speak and therefore is there when a person is not respectful to another person not even in this slight way that is considered to be disrespectful to Hashem himself and if this is so in the negative that not to do something which is negative to another person even the slightest way how much more so in the positive behavior towards another person as Avas Yisrael that when a, when a person practices the mitzvah of love of every yid until he takes it to the extreme which is meant to be that it's an infinite love which brings which causes a person to respect and show respect and treat with great respect another person and he does that to the nth degree what it really is is showing great respect to Hashem himself and therefore since everything Hashem reflects back to us what we, the way we behave towards Him so therefore when a Yid shows that kind of reverence to another Yid that respect to another Yid and by extension to Hashem so Hashem shows a responsive love to the Yid which in the end will also elevate the honor and respect of the Jewish people as a whole even in the eyes of the nations of the world until we are able to reach the true respect that we deserve which will actually be revealed by the redemption through Mashiach Sidkenu in our days